Danny Daly is the GM of footy on the ground in Brisbane. Danny, it's great to see you in the box. Thanks for having me up here, guys. I think I'd rather answer that question than the MCG hoodoo, to be honest. But... <laughs> what, sort of bat what battleground is Queensland with Peter Volandis having woken up to it and, and been really aggressive in the last 18 months? Yeah, look, um, one thing about footy in uh, Queensland, I think uh, the COVID period, if there was any positive for, for footy, it was the growth of football in Queensland. So, um, you know, junior... Footy's at an all-time high. Um, you know, my son's played a, a, at a club that uh, could only field one team about three years ago in, like, under-13s, 14s. Now they're fielding four and five teams. So it's grown enormously. Uh, our academy's grown enormously. And just the, uh, the general opinion of AFL, AFL footy in Queensland has grown. So, you know, there's uh, the obvious reason is to, you know, the NRL probably getting a little bit worried about it. Um, but, you know, we'll keep... Uh, We'll keep pumping money into it and keep growing the game in the state and keep trying to develop as many AFL players as we can. But, um, you know, we're, we're pretty happy with where it stands at the minute. Is it important that the Suns do become successful, separate to the Crosstown rivalry? No doubt. Um, I'm, probably, I'm probably a guy who doesn't mind seeing, you know, both teams succeed, to be honest. Um, you know, we'll always have that rivalry against them. And I think it's even healthy for Queensland footy to have a, a good game like the Zaku clash. You know, two teams in the eight find that out a bit like... Uh, what's happening in Adelaide at the minute. So, you know, I'm all for both teams being as strong as they can and, uh, and the game keeping growing in that state, to be honest, yeah. Is there a difference in the supporters, Danny? I mean, the people who actually physically pay their money and want to go and watch Australian Rules footy up in, in Queensland. I know they're 70-odd days apart or 80, 90. Um, is there a difference in the groups of supporters, the mentality? Uh, I think uh, it's, it's a great question you ask. It's, uh, it's really interesting. When we go and play down at um, Metricon, for example, our fans don't come and watch the game there, really. It's the Gold Coast fans and vice versa. So when we play at the Gabba, it's all our fans and, and no one from the Gold Coast. So uh, I think there is a bit of a difference in in both uh, supporter groups, obviously, you know, the Gold Coach have got the beach, the beach goers and the surfers and, you know, uh, sit out in the sun and drink, you know, as much alcohol as they can at the Metricon Stadium or Heritage, whatever it's called now, but uh, our, our group are a little bit more conservative, I suppose. Cause, cause I, I love do... stereotyping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sit out in the sun and neck schooners. Hey, yeah, because I do know people who've relocated from up from here to up there and they go to the Suns and they haven't let their AFL membership with their VFL or Victorian club go, but they'll support the Suns, yet they won't go to the Brisbane Lions. No, they don't. It's crazy. I, I haven't got an answer for you on that one, but it's just the reality of it. Uh, and vice versa, as I said, like, uh, you know, we're playing at uh, Heritage in a couple of weeks and, um, you know, we probably get a couple of thousand, make the journey up the highway, but uh, not as many as we'd like. Looking forward to tonight's game. The one intriguing battle I have, am I not going to bring up the Hawks? Uh, not anymore. Um, the one intriguing battle I've got is can Danaher go well against a qualified champion backman? Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a good matchup, that one. Obviously, Stephen May's in, in really good form and, you know, probably won in the game last week against St Kilda, to be honest. And, and Joe's, uh, you know, has had a fantastic year as well. So, you know, we need Joe. Uh, to really stand up tonight against May, uh, if May goes to him. Uh, May could obviously take Hipwood as well, who's had some pretty good performances on the G in the past. So whichever matchup he does go to, it's going to play a, a big part in the outcome of the game, I think, because uh, both teams are, are, are quite strong and in getting the ball inside 50. So uh, whoever gets that matchup, if they can't 
uh, you know, work May over and, and get, um, you know, leads and marks on the lead, they need to be able to bring the ball to ground against him because he can intercept marks. So uh, either one of those two boys who get May has got a, a, a big role to play for us tonight. While we're doing matchups, Danny, who's going to pick up Petrarca when he goes into the forward line? I assume uh, it'll be Starsevich or Lester. Yeah, pretty much Starsevich, yeah. I would have thought. Um, you know, he's a, a good, solid matchup for yep. the Petrarca type. Um, he's got a solid performance against forwards in the past. Uh, Stars, so uh, he'll be the one that uh, grabs him when he goes forward. The coach is absolutely uh, uh, filthy on anybody who asks him about the, the record here. I love it when he's in that mood. Yeah, I do way. too. <laughs> That's my favourite Chris Fagan. Can I just put it on the record, the geography, because the geography to me is the last of your issues. Uh, the MCG is 160 by 141. The Gabba is 156 by 136, 138. So it's, it's two degrees from the centre bounce. Sorry, it's two metres longer from the centre bounce and it's one metre wider from the centre bounce. It's a big uh, difference, isn't it? Oh, a massive difference, yeah. <laughs> what oh, about shit. the grass, though? <laughs> Must oh, be the grass. Good. That was asked during the week as well. <laughs> yeah. about the grass is different here in Victoria than it is in, in Queensland. Uh, there's no pitch here, by the way, as well. No, well, that, that's that's a bonus. But it's about the uh, fourth different dimension I've heard this week about right. the MCG. Well, I've been running honest. that one for 10 years, but... Uh, <laughs> That, that's the one we're working off because it makes it less of a reason for you to uh, even <laughs> consider that uh, as, as part of the issue. But, I mean, to graduate to become a, a genuine premiership contender and, and, and a premiership winner, you've got to win wherever you go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, including this ground. I think we're four and four um, away from home, yeah. um, 50%, which uh, is about the normal go for premiership teams from interstate uh, from uh, interstate clubs, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to hide behind the fact we need to start winning here. Yeah. Um, do you know who doesn't play well when they travel? I'm sure you do. Which <laughs> players? Which, uh, yeah, don't worry, Swanee's been asking me that for the last three weeks. So <laughs> yeah. I know exactly. No, Swanee says. <laughs> What's your record here when you've trained the night before here? Because you don't always do it, and you did it yesterday. Yeah, we did it yesterday. Um, I don't think it's too great, to be honest. Oh, really? We didn't do it against Melbourne in the <laughs> right. final last year. Um, You've had another that's go That's the only game it. we've won. So, so you're better off not training here than training here last night. <laughs> well, we'll find out after tonight, won't we? Danny, uh, can I ask you whether you're happy game? that, that uh, they're going with one Ruckman, or would you be happier if Grundy and Gorm were playing? Um, oh, look, I think based on the fact that we generally play two Ruckman against them when we play them, and we've only gone with one tonight, we're yeah. probably happy that... Uh, They've gone with the one Ruckman, but in saying that, I think um, Grundy's best football, uh, sorry, not Grundy, um, Go Gorn's on. best football has been when he's been one out, so yeah. that's uh, going to be another big component of the game tonight, those two Ruckman going head-to-head. Mm. Um, so you so would have had Darcy Ford as your sub tonight, then, if they were playing both? No, nah, no. Nah. We are Deb Robinson all the way through, so right. we're just going to go with the one Ruckman. Do you guys pick strategically for your sub, or is it? Next best man up who missed uh, out. We're pretty strategic about it. So, um, you know, a few weeks ago, we obviously went with Fort for a couple of weeks because we only went with two tours. So we'd just be concerned if we lost a tour during the game that at least we had one on the bench. Whereas, you know, now you can consider Gunston a tool or we call him a tool. So we've got a bit more strategic in terms of a runner tonight. Charlie Cameron hasn't kicked a lot of goals over the last uh, four or five weeks from uh, what I understand. Is that because of uh, form or is it because of... He's playing a different role, or in the forward line, sometimes it's just the way the ball rolls. I think um, the last few weeks he's been matched up pretty hard yep. from some good opponents. Hard tags. Um, and he's battled a bit in terms of getting the space and that that he really likes to get. But in saying that, he's, he's um, defensively been quite sound for us. Mm. 
Um, and he's playing an unselfish role in creating space for the others by getting up the ground and, and doing a little bit of a different role once he finds out that um, he can't get into the game early. So whilst he's not hitting the scoreboard, um, he's been able to provide some options for other players to hit the scoreboard for us. So, uh, But he's due for a couple, so hopefully uh, he can get on the scoreboard tonight. Several weeks ago in a, in a game you actually ended up winning... Uh Fags actually threw his head into his hands and mm. screamed at the desk. And I actually was really, gee, I've never seen him really go that emotional. And it was shortly after Alistair's departure out of the seat. And it worried me. It really worried me. And I, I mentioned it. And, and Fags, to his credit, said, mate, I'm all right. I just got really upset with that. And I, he's a, just such a good bloke. But do you monitor him? You, given what's happened to Alistair, do you monitor him and and how's he going? Yeah, I spend a, a lot of time with with Fags. Um, it's probably half my job at the minute, to be perfectly honest, which is fine. That's part of my role. So, um, you know, check in with him quite a bit. Go around to his house every day off. We have each Wednesday and spend a few hours with him and, um, you know, try and make sure he's OK and get his mind back on the job. But, you know, it's such, he's such an emotional man in the box and uh, it's been a big year for him. And I think that was Jack Payne might have... Yep. Took the ball a bit, so that uh, was uh, Jack made three blues for the year, and they were all within about 15 minutes of were, each other. They yeah. were. It wasn't timely, but um, yeah, he has his, his ups and downs, no doubt. But we try to keep him up as much as we can. But you know, he loves he loves to be on edge game day. Uh, he loves to be on edge when he does his presses. Uh, hence the MCG questions. Um, <laughs> that's just the way he is. But once the game finishes, he's fine again. Yeah. So why did he move up to the box? Uh, I think he just thought that it was time for the players to be able to take a little bit more responsibility down at ground level. Uh, he found that um, it worked for the few years he was down there yep. where he was able to, you know, as they were coming off, talk to them, um, let them know what was going on in the game, etc. Um, but I just think he felt and the players felt it was a good opportunity then to start, you know, leading from the front down there. Uh, good opportunity for him to come back up in the box and see how it works up here and, uh, you know, get an, over, an overview of the game and... Uh, Pretty hard to see on the ground level yep. about exactly yep. what's going on. So you're relying on, you know, us in the box to do that. So there's a little bit of that involved in yep. it. And was Project Jack Gunston a success? And does that all go well for Project Daniel Rich? Um, it was a success last week. Uh, hopefully, we can continue that success this week. But no doubt, he's um, a lot fitter than what he was a few weeks ago uh, when he went back to to Parsh and did a bit of a uh, pre-season. Um, you know, to Jack's defence, he wasn't able to train during the week in the first half of the year. Uh, and the game's got quicker. He's getting a little bit older, so we need to give him every opportunity to get fit again. And uh, he was very good last week, albeit in um, due respect to West Coast against a, a bit of an easier opposition. So hopefully he can continue that form tonight. Um, and he has got a good, rec good record at the MCG when he's up and running. So, you know, hopefully he can do that. Daniel Rich. Um, yeah, poor old Richie went out last week at Preston and... Started a half back and got tagged straight away and had two blokes running with him. So that's good. Uh, that should be illegal in VFL. It should be, shouldn't it? Like, uh, but he played okay. Uh, he knows where he's at. Unfortunately, the VFL got a buy this week, so he'll get another heavy training block into him tomorrow. Um, play VFL again next week, and uh, you know we'll just have to see where that lands with Daniel. So will he get a look at things, or is he totally at the mercy of both his VFL form and, and maybe specifically what happens with the incumbents? Pretty much, to be honest. Yep. Um, he's just got to keep playing good football, um, keep getting fitter, get in the running back into his game, and uh, we'll just have to see where it lands in terms of, as you said, form of other players and, and injuries. The form yep. of Wilmot hasn't helped him. No, it hasn't. He's, um, he's a terrific young player. You know, Darcy, he's run off half-back and... His creativity, so uh, yeah, and also we've got uh, McKenna down there, and yep. 
Unfortunately, um, you know, young Jimmy Madden played last week. He's got a bit of pace, but he hurt his shoulder, so he's out for a few weeks. But there's no doubt we look a lot better with a bit of pace down mm. there from our back line and uh, helps us move the ball a bit quicker, which we need to do when we need to do on this ground. So, yeah. Danny, always good to have you with us. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me up here. It's uh, very nice to be uh, invited up here. So thank you.